Welcome to the Why Not Us podcast. We're just a few dudes navigating life and talking about it. Thanks for listening. Gentlemen, we are here at episode four of the Why Not Us podcast, and you know how we start off every episode. Oh, and the sound of that, I don't know if it gets much better, and I'm triggered by it when it's other people doing it, but when it's not, when I'm doing it, it feels pretty good. <laughs> what, are we, what are we drinking tonight? I posted this on my Insta story already, but I'm going with a California beer company known as Firestone Walker. And I'm drinking Flyjack, which is a hazy India IPA uh, or hazy India pale ale, sorry. Uh, and it's 96 calories, so low-calorie hazy IPA, which is hard to find. Mm. Uh, those beers are typically pretty high in calories. Uh, if you're trying to watch your figure, which I'm not really, but I kind of am, uh, you can have this beer, five carbs. It even tells you the carbs, which I do not look at carbs, but if you want to know that fact, it's right on the can. Flyjack, gentlemen, how are we? Great, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, and Jordan missed the memo with the yellow. Uh, I was gonna say Jones, and you've been having, uh, you've had more than one fly jack, right, or maybe some other beverages. Tonight. No, well, so we had dinner. Yeah, uh, it's been over the course of a couple hours, all right. Yeah, and right. That's what right I mean. now, you know, it's like ten forty-five, and I've already, yeah. So I started at dinner, had a beer there at this really cool place in Durham. So I'm in Durham, North Carolina, right now. Oh, so y'all are uh, still there. Yeah, that. still here, still here. Uh, so we ate at this pizza place called Randy's, and then Randy's is like connected with this other place called Growler Girls, which has like 20 beers or maybe even more on tap. Okay. I think it's more than that. It might be 50. Yeah. But uh, you go, so you get your pizza, and then you walk over to Growler Girls, get your beer, and then you sit on this like outdoor patio. Uh, so I had a drink there, came back. We played a bunch with the dogs and the girls, and then uh, – had a bourbon, played some Scrabble, and here I am with Flyjack. Love it. Firestone oh, Walker yeah. sounds like a country musician. Yeah. Dude, it is an awesome brewery. I'm telling you, they make some really good beers. They have some good sours. I don't know if you guys ever drink. I know you guys don't drink sours, but uh, they have a really good, like, sour program, like, barrel-age program, and, like, I don't know. They have some good Pilsners. Uh, some good IPAs that just do a really good job. Nice. nice, yeah. As you can see, I was at the Pirates game tonight, they lost to the Red Sox five to three. Oh, uh, doing my usher duties. Um, we got to hear more about the usher life, man. I mean, I've read the blog, and I hope that our listeners have read your blog on our website. If you haven't, you should go do that. But I think yeah. we need a little update here of how uh, this works. Nothing too exciting tonight. I actually had we hadn't worked in about I don't know 10, 15 days because they were out of town. There was a bunch of concerts this weekend, which I wasn't in town for, but I could have worked those. Um, but actually, night started off a little auspiciously. I got halfway to my location, forgot to clock in. Got to walk all the way back and clock in, man. I'm on the clock and I'm not even on the clock. How far is um, the walk? What's that? How far is the walk that you had to not, go back? Not that bad. Not that bad. Oh, okay. Um, but. I uh, got to my section tonight, figured I was going to be in the bleachers, and I'm in the bleachers. Um, 
nothing too crazy tonight, honestly. Um, early on, a couple of drunk kids were getting into it with this lady. And, and I can tell when I first show up if someone in my area or my section is going to be a problem. And this woman was going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> she at one point walked up to me and told me that I needed to tell these people to be quiet or she was going to punch this kid in the face. Um, oh and we're talking grown woman here. Grown woman. Um, and the guys were drunk already. And this is the second inning. And um, they were yelling and not, not cursing that bad, but just yelling more or less. And uh, yeah, she was going to get into it with these people. And she already walked over their table. And luckily, these guys got the got the hint and left. But uh, one fan put it, she was a full Karen. She went full Karen on me. <laughs> so um, there was so... that. Um, and then late in the game, actually, something kind of cool. I was standing like kind of behind my section. And I look up and in this little area, I imagine like a, a beam from like a construction, you know. Mm -hmm. And sitting on the beam was this playing card, um, which, as you can it see, it's like a mint condition card. Well, yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of neat. And I turn it over and I'm like, oh, it's got this guy's TikTok uh, and his Instagram. And it says, enjoy the card and it says love baseball on it. Huh. So, um, wow, yeah, that's so, cool. So, yeah, that someone, super just, cool. someone just had left this. So when I got home, my phone was dead, by the way. I was worried I was, wasn't going to make this in time, but phone died. Um, but I went to this guy's TikTok. Well, excuse me, Instagram. I'm not TikTok. Went to this guy's Instagram and Looks like he does this for multiple series. I haven't quite gotten through a bunch, but yeah. Sweet. So, what's uh, his uh, What's his Instagram handle? And we'll link it in the and throw it up in the video. Yeah, it's View Master Mike. Um, and from the quick look, it it doesn't just have baseball. He's an artist, so it's at View Master Mike. All how it sounds phonetically, and then his TikTok is at Mike James nineteen eighty five. So. Um, so I was smart curious play I, master Mike, right? Uh, I think it's a great yeah. marketing tool, great marketing yeah. tool. But, um, I was, um, kind of fascinated to see if I'd seen around the park and I'm not sure I have or not. Cause once you, you see the people that come regularly, you see them all over the place. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, again, pirates lost five to three. So, um, go home. Did you check the value of that card? Did I haven't yet. No, value? literally, literally, like I said, I found it in the bottom of the eighth inning, top of the ninth inning. Who's um, on the card? Alex Verdugo, uh, he has been through the, I think he came up in the Dodgers organization mm -hmm. and uh, then, then to the Red Sox, I believe. Yeah. So that is amazing. But very cool marketing, little ploy for this guy. I don't, I don't know if it's for marketing in general or just his likes baseball. And that's oh, he knows what he, he knows what he's doing. He knows. Well, what he's right. Doing. Right. So, um, but yeah, kind of cool tonight. Um, otherwise, ushering is, is a trip, man. It's a different story, different uh, experiences every night. Tonight as well, I talked to a uh, military guy. I say former, former military guy who works in the uh, state house in Pennsylvania, uh, house representative, excuse me, in the state of Pennsylvania for most of the game, honestly. He sat next to me um, at the at the little railing, and uh, he was a talker, very nice gentleman. But uh makes, makes time go a lot faster as well when that kind of stuff happens and people engage you and talk to you. Absolutely. So, um, it's a trip, though, man. You get some interesting things happening, and uh, you get people from all over. And you get to kind of hear their stories. Everybody has great things to say about the parks. So that's always nice. But, um, yeah, it was a great time. And I'll be there uh, at least tomorrow and Thursday. And I'm here all weekend. And so I could work games if I want to. I'm just not sure I want to. I want to have a little bit of time to myself, I think. So. Yeah, you need to spend more time on the podcast. You know? <laughs> really, realistically, I do. You're exactly right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> now, I got I to gotta know, when somebody's being a Karen, out in the stands are, are you somebody that's going to like 
uh, bite back at them? Like, how do you handle that? It just depends. What are you allowed to do? It just depends. I'm not supposed to bite back at all. No, 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 no. They are like your customer service, man. Yeah, they're a customer. They're paying. So, yes. Worst case, I have a pager and I can escalate it to my um, supervisor. And usually he's a nice guy. So usually I kind of give him a heads up ahead of time. Hey, just we're going to keep an eye on this or whatnot. Um, Folks can actually go on the app in park and like complain. So that could also happen and they people with security could show up in my section. But in that instance tonight, like I said, I just sort of ignored her and did not engage. She told me that. And I literally, I was telling you guys pre-pod, she literally was you know getting into it with a fan. And um, I just said, okay. And I looked at her and that was it. <laughs> hey, let's I, not forget a kid ran on the field, hopped into the bleachers in left field and Joey did nothing about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, I don't do it. In this section, in your yeah. section. Uh, no, it's a section over from me. Um, I guess if that happens, you're just like, you get security, right? Yeah, I Is can't that... do anything about yeah. it. We're, we're really limited in what we're so supposed funny. to do because that's what security's there for, honestly. Sir, can I see your like, ticket? We're just like the first line of defense. Um, you're, this isn't where you parked your car, sir. <laughs> this isn't my section. But we have people, like, that's the thing, too, man. People were, like, I was telling you guys briefly a little bit, too. People were just rude. Like, yeah. you know, you're standing there, and they'll just walk by you. Like, I, I always just engage them first, say, hey, do you need any help? Can I show you to your seat? Some say yes, some say no. I just some, sometimes I'll ask to see the ticket. So, um, all just depends. Kind of how I'm feeling each night, Who too. Who won the pierogi race tonight? Uh, Bacon Burt won the pierogi race tonight. Do you have to report back each night the game uh, who won to Emily so she knows? <laughs> no, no. I don't even get to watch the race most time anyway because my back's to the field during the mid-inning. Yeah. So I just have to, you know, listen to the in-house in-game announcer tell us who won. So, but tonight I was able to look at the scoreboard because I'm was in the outfield, so I looked up and got to watch most of the race tonight. So. Do you get to watch much of the game, like when you're ushering, or do you? Yeah, man. Back I, is I, faced or to no, the no. Field? The only time I, the only time I'm facing, uh, like not facing the field, is in between innings, and then if I'm seating somebody, probably. But I get to watch the entire game. That's that's the one perk that I that's enjoy. Cool. From it. And why get I get paid, it. you get free tickets. Yeah, and I don't, I don't really do it for the money, but I just do it because I want to love baseball. Um, the free tickets are great as well, so um, it's just fun, man. I enjoy it. just something gives me something to do as well to keep me busy. Because if I wasn't doing that, I mean, now we have a dog, but I'd be at home just doing nothing probably or watching baseball. Yeah, so. and there's so much energy at a ballpark. Like I know oh. you guys know that I was at the the Bulls game over the weekend in Durham and. It was so fun. Like minor league baseball games to me, I don't know. It seems more fun than like a major league game. And there wasn't dollar dog night. Let me just throw that out there. Uh, this was a Sunday night game. They don't do dollar dog night, but they do do uh, kids run on the field at the end of the game, which my nieces got to do. That was really fun. Uh, as soon as we walked into the stadium, this was our first time going to this uh, ballpark. And I think we've been to probably like four North Carolina minor league ballparks. Okay. And they're all phenomenal in North Carolina. Uh, I'm sure Jordan's been to a big majority of them too. But um, as soon as we walked in, we got there like the top of the third inning. We got there a little bit late. But as soon as we walked in, the Jumbo Shrimps hit a home run. Like, as soon as we walked into the stadium, like, guy ripped one into right center field. <laughs> and there was, like, probably five or six home runs during that game. It was ridiculous. 
the Bulls ended up winning, which was really cool, uh, in the, I believe it was the eighth inning. Um, they brought the relief pitcher in. Uh, he did horrible. I think uh, a guy hit a single and maybe walked a couple people. Bases were loaded. Uh, here comes a cleanup hitter. And uh, full count, there's two outs, 3-2 count. Uh, he rips one into right field. And it really wasn't hit like too hard, but it was uh, he. They got himself in this situation where he got in a rundown on purpose, so the third runner would score. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually posted that on my on my Instagram feed. I'll post it on uh, Why Not Us too. But uh, so they scored all three runs, and the cleanup hitter actually ended up getting a double because he was safe on the rundown. They threw it to home plate, and the guy slid head first. He was safe. They tried to throw it to second. He was safe. And then they finished out, uh, finished out the game ahead, which was really cool. Um, the weather was perfect. Uh, beers were good. Uh, I mean, the Bulls winning was fun. It was just a really good time. I don't know if you guys ever been to that stadium or not. It's super, super nice. I, I I never have. I'm sure Jordan has. When I was growing <laughs> up, the Durham Bulls were like the international league team expansion team, actually. Yep. I think it was the uh, early 2000s, maybe they they started, but. That's what I said. Those yeah. beers look great. That was a sleek can they had that you showed. Oh us. yeah, dude. Uh, seven eight, I think maybe or seven six. I can't remember what I rated it, but uh, it was a light beer, which is pretty okay. good. I mean, I don't typically go for like the light beers all the time, but uh, it was super good. Uh, had another one from a, another brewery in North Carolina that was a Belgian wit beer, uh, which was pretty solid. <clears throat> and another a fun fact. This is not a part of my fun facts, like later, but. Uh, the writers, the brothers that wrote Stranger Things are from Durham. Uh, and so they actually did a Stranger Things night. Uh, I think it was in like July this year. So they made like some custom uniforms. They're super dope. And I'm going to throw the image up in the, the video on YouTube. Uh, they were super sick. And then they auctioned them off uh, to benefit the UNC's Children Institute. Uh, but the uh-huh. uniforms were like, Absolutely amazing, like retro, bright colors, hats were cool. Um, so it was super cool. They're super into the Bulls. Yeah, you're you, they made a new fan out of you. That's what's so cool about these minor league parks, man. They just they're they're fun. Like, sure, you're there for the baseball, but it's almost secondary in some some respects for somebody who might not be in a super big baseball fan, right? So, something An to do affordable family not at the ballpark. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think our tickets were like. A couple of them were like nine bucks, I think 15 bucks for another one. But I mean, it was super cheap, everything. And yeah, I couldn't tell you like one player's name uh, or anything like that. And I'm sitting next to somebody in uh, an hour section that's got like a, a, a score book. You know, she's keeping stats. I don't know if she's doing it just because she's doing it for fun or if she's like a journalist or something. But her kids were with her and her husband. Her husband was like ripping beers the whole time. And he had a sippy lid on it. I don't know what that was all about. Maybe he was just like trying not to spill it on people as he was coming by or something. Um, Some people do that. I thought too. that was interesting. Some people do it just like stay engaged too. Yeah, I feel like Jordan's probably that type of person. Taking I do score, not score, but I do not keep score at the games. No, I don't keep score at the games. You're a big stats guy, though. It's, that uh, surprises well, me a little bit. And then in today's world, they tell you all the stats on the video board. I mean, that's you know, true. Couple oh, rehab yeah. guys in that game, Joey. Nick Anderson and Manuel Margot for the Bulls. So Jones got Oh see really? A couple rehab guys. There yeah. you go. 
See, didn't uh, even know, didn't even look before we went. It was just like, hey, the Bulls are playing uh, tomorrow night. You guys want to go? Bam, we're there. Jo- Jones, what what major league team do they service? Do you know? Who, the Bulls? Yeah. The Rays, right? Yeah. Yeah, see? And the Jumbo Shrimp uh, are for the Marlins. So you saw both am- Florida teams represented. How about yeah. that? See, I, I know a little bit, Joey. Come on now. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And I will say that the Durham Bulls, the logo is like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It is so awesome. And I wanted a hat so bad. Uh, I was going to buy one there. We didn't have time. So then I was looking online uh, to see if they had a little shop, and they do. So thinking about buying a hat, which I have like a million hats. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe I should just ask for it as a gift or something. Uh, well, that was some good baseball talk there. Uh, and what I'm super interested in talking about is Jordan's freaking weekend, which I didn't even know he was going to Austin, Texas. I am waiting out, in Austin, Texas. Out of the freaking blue, we get a picture that Jordan is at Franklin's Barbecue. What in this world? You got to tell us all about it, man. And I will say that. The first time I got introduced to this place uh, was via the movie Chef. Have you ever seen the movie on Netflix? Great movie. Yeah, John Favreau. I think he wrote and produced that movie. Yep. Uh, he's, he's a huge fan of the star, Frank. right? What's that? He's the star of the movie too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he has a spinoff show called The Chef Show, uh, which Franklin's got back on. Uh, for an episode and I don't know if that was the reason why he sort of exploded like out in public a little bit Aaron Franklin uh, but then he has like a master class uh, you know but anyways the guy's the goat of barbecue and brisket uh, so it's a, a place that I've only dreamed about going to and here out of the blue Jordan sends us a picture of this humongous spread I'm not going to talk anymore about it I'm going <laughs> to let you tell us about it because I want to know everything so uh, my fiance was in a wedding in Austin, one of her uh, friends from undergrad. So we flew down Thursday night, um, stayed with a friend of the podcast, Brian Cronin. Um, he uh, lives in Pflugerville, Texas. So we stayed the night with him on Thursday, got some breakfast tacos at a nice little uh, Mexican restaurant on Friday morning. And then Jess and I set off into Austin. Uh, Well, first I had to make a stop at the liquor store as I'm a big bourbon hunter. Uh, Success right away, Weller 12, awesome. Uh, And so we move into Austin. We stop at South Congress Street, kind um, kind of go into a couple of shops. I think it's called Allen Boots. It's like probably the most famous boot and hat store in Austin. They've got a couple of different ones. The cowboy boots were like, four five hundred dollars a piece yeah, real ridiculous. and then the hats were like six hundred dollars like they're all yeah. stetsons which is like the cowboy hat oh yeah I was like, this is they're making m- more money than they know what to do with because people are coming in as, as tourists and they have to buy the hat and the boots and they're just making silly cash um we walked around there for a little bit and then we decided we needed to get barbecue before we headed to where the wedding was at in dripping strings texas which is about 30 minutes south of austin so uh, we were going to go to this one place because I knew Franklin's is going to be super busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's were, people waiting like eight hours plus. To eat. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so we we're trying to go to this one place. They were on. They were taking like summer vacation, is what their website said. So I was like, okay, let's drive by Franklin's and see. 
the line didn't look incredibly long. So we're like, okay, we'll get in it. Um, they open it, I think, 10, and they are, they stay open until they sell out, which is around 2 or 3 mm-hmm. o'clock. We got in line at 12.20, and I want to say we sat down at the table around 2 o'clock. So we were in line about 90 minutes, which impressive. Um, another friend of the podcast, father of twins, uh, well, who used to live in Austin, was shocked that I went through in, in 90 minutes. Um, lived with Dude Perfect, we might have. Lived added. with the twins from Dude Perfect. Um, that's his claim to fame. Wild story. Maybe, maybe Dude Perfect can make our pod go viral. <laughs> we'll see. So we, we get through. Um, you get up there, and they kind of tell you what. There's a lady in the front who's like, okay, what do you want? And she kind of tells you what's still available. And she's like, we have enough brisket for everybody in line. We may have some smoked turkey, but I cannot guarantee ribs, sausage, or pulled pork. So we're like, we really want to try the brisket. Um, ribs would have been cool. Um, we'll see what else they have. So we get in the in the build or in the little restaurant, tiny tiny restaurant. Um, we get in line. It tells you how much per pound, kind of what they have. We get up there. They have everything but jalapeno smoked uh, cheddar sausage. So it's great. We can get everything. So I think end up we get uh, we got a half a pound of brisket, a pound of ribs, a quarter pound of pulled pork, smoked turkey, and one sausage link. And then we got they have three sides that you can get: potato salad, baked bean, well pinto beans. They weren't baked beans; they're Texas style beans, and huh. coleslaw. So we got that. Um, I want to set. We ate all the brisket. We ate most of the pulled pork. I think we ate all but two ribs and turkey. And turkey was like the one thing we had the most left over. We took it with us. I ate a little bit throughout the weekend. And then we had a blackberry pie that was phenomenal. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was like a bakery, like in Austin, bakes them for them daily and just drops them off. And it was like wrapped up. And we worked up a little bit when we got back to the hotel after the rehearsal dinner. And it was awesome. Um, I will say super simple. Um, it literally was just salt and pepper was what was seasoned the brisket. Um, yeah, and he, he talks about that too. If you watch like some of his content, yeah. like he doesn't He's do anything super crazy simple. on seasoning. It's super more about simple. the time and the wood and the, yep. you know, the passion that kind of goes into it. I want to say um, oak is I think what he uses, but like the ribs were like salt and pepper and Jess – kind of was like oh, i don't know if i want ribs they're gonna be messy and i'm like we're in texas they don't really use sauce um you know they had some on the side they had a couple different sauces uh one i forgot to tell you about jones was they had an espresso barbecue sauce now sign me up for that daddy it was interesting i i, I won't it was not my favorite my favorite was either like their lexington style which is like the dip what they call it in lexington north carolina the vinegar based and then the spicy barbecue sauce, which is more of the ketchup thicker style. It was great. Um, overall, I mean, I don't know if you can get perfect scores out there. So it's probably like a 9.7, 9.8 experience. Ooh, all right. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, the flavor was just it was great. Like you can tell like Texas does barbecue that way, the right way. And, you know, Memphis has their own style. Kansas City has their own style. Carolinas have their own style. But Texas, like, does brisket. And it was, like, it melted your mouth. You didn't have to cut it. You just picked it up with your fork and, like, hoped it didn't fall apart before you got in your mouth. 
Man, I'll actually before we uh, earlier today, uh, I, when we we knew we were talking about this, I went and found a YouTube video of this guy. I think it was on something like Bon Appetit YouTube channel or something like that. This dude that was the editor in chief uh, for this um, handle spent 24 hours at Franklin's working at Franklin's and it's a, it's a 24 hour operation. I mean, it is like yeah. no joke. Yep. Uh, people are getting there at like, you know, six in the morning working until they close and there's a shift change. There's people smoking the meat in the back. And then there's a guy that spends all night there as well by himself. And he was telling this like story that like, you know, the guy asked him, he was like, is anything ever like crazy happened, you know, in the middle of the night? And he was like, yeah, a couple of guys tried to break in one time. They were like, you know, dressed in all black. And uh, I was making potato salad. When they came in, I just started chucking potato salad at them and told them to get out of here. <laughs> and they ended up turning around and leaving. Uh, but that place, man, I cannot believe you got to go there. I was you in know, Austin, Texas not long ago, and we did not go. And I wish we did. Only took ninety minutes, which is kind of surprising. Um, but then also yeah, too, like people camp about, out. Did you, yeah, people so camp out overnight. To I had mentioned the next that. Day. So they had all these chairs, like these camping state, like sitting outside and watching like your kids' little league game style chairs, like just stacked up for anybody could use. So you don't really have to bring your own chair to Franklin's. They provide the chairs, which wow, is nice. pretty cool. Yeah, great service. Yeah. How many pounds of brisket do you guys think they go through per day? I'll look this up earlier. 300. In a day? So they only do it from what, 10, day. 10 to 2? Um, 10 to 3, I think. 10 to 3. Well, until they're sold out. I want to say most people probably get a pound. Some people take a whole brisket with them. You can buy whatever. I'm going to say I'm going to say 100 pounds. And you're 300, Joey? 1,000 pounds. 1,000 pounds? Oh yeah, I don't know how much a brisket weighs, so I don't know. Yeah, well, like a portion for you, like what'd you buy? I got a half a pound. A you half got a pound. How many people go through there? But you got to know that, like some people too, they come in there and they'll say, "I need fifty pounds for like my family that's coming in for yeah. the weekend." You know, it was thirty-four dollars a pound. I'll tell you that that was what they were charging. Thirty-four pound. Thirty-four dollars a pound. Bill, like you had a huge. He had a huge spread there. He was like $100. By the way, by the way, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the image up in the video so everybody can just drool over over it. Uh, it was quite amazing. It it did look really good. It was good. Um, and I looked it up too. They do like 800. It's like thousand portions. Yeah, thousand portions a day. Jeez. Every there, everyone there could have not been more friendly. It was awesome. Like they made your experience waiting in line great. Like they came through and was like, "Hey, if y'all want to go up and get beer, you know, sure, go ahead." They had water coolers lined up. Um, of course, Yeti's founded in Austin, so they had all these Yeti coolers that you could get water out of. And they like this lady kept walking by, letting people know like what they still had in in stock and everything. I mean, they could have not been more nicer. It was awesome. Jordan's they made your experience Lone there Star. like good. Lone Star Lager. A lot of Lone Stars, and I think they had, they had a ton of the Austin City ciders or whatever. whatever oh, those are called. really good. We sell those at uh, our location in Virginia, too. Yeah, they had a lot of those. Lone Star, man, the OG of Texas. I mean, I bet the – just – I love food. You guys know that. Um, I would just have been in another world. It was, it was a good experience. Joey. 
let's hear about your weekend, dude. I know you had one heck of a weekend for Tull's yeah. bachelor party. Played a lot yeah. of golf. We got to hear about it. Our uh, friend, mutual friend of everybody now as well, uh, former college roommate of mine is getting married in October, uh, the week after Jordan's getting married, actually, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so we were in the mountains of northern Georgia in Elijah, which looks like Elijah. Um, but I, I kept pronouncing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> we, had a, we had a cabin on the side of a mountain. And, uh, yeah, man, we uh, just hung out, drank beer all weekend, cooked out one night, um, went and got a uh, barbecue lunch. It's funny you're talking about barbecue. We did that one night. <laughs> excuse me um, we went to one of the local um close areas is called blue ridge blue ridge georgia or something we went there one night um played played around a golf which i know we're doing in jordan's uh bachelor party as well our, our good buddy luke also uh hold out for eagle from about 60 yards uh on i think it was the 15th hole um so Wait, 60 scored. yards on a par five yeah, he, we couldn't no see the, par four Sorry. Four, yeah, we couldn't see. There's a bunch of short holes on there. We couldn't see the hole from where we were, um, and it was his drive we used anyway on that hole, so it was more or less a solo eagle. But uh, we just heard it hit the flag, and it went right in. So uh, he and I decided we both shot about the same. We both carded an 87, but there were holes, like I said, we played some sort of hybrid model. Um, he and I wanted to play our own balls. The rest of the group really didn't. <laughs> I kind of want to see where I was. I hadn't played months, but I was happy with shooting 87, so – um, but yeah, man, we had a good time. It's always good to see family and friends like that. Um, I know that was just my friends, but it's always good to see that one guy brought an N64. So no we played way. a bunch. Played Talked a bunch about of it last, last episode. Yeah. Played a bunch of N64. Um, uh, they had a ping pong table there. So some guys played some ping pong, just drank a bunch of beers. Um, yeah, it was just a the guys weekend, essentially nothing too wild, nothing too crazy. I was about to say, this is what it looks like, a bachelor party in your mid-30s. Mid-30s, yeah. Like, <laughs> and you can't, I can't do it back-to-back nights. That's my problem, too. Like, <laughs> I drank a lot of beers the first night, and I felt, not felt great, but I didn't feel 100% the next day, so I had a couple beers, you know? Um, yeah, if we were in our 20s, a bachelor party would look a lot different. <laughs> it really would. No, it really would. And Joey, uh, you were down there at Chase Elliott country. How many number nines did you see on cars? I didn't see I didn't see any NASCAR, man. It wasn't no no I guess maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but we went to the Walmart once. Like I said, we it was definitely a, a southern place, I'll tell you what, man. We uh everybody had had good thick accents. Um and the course like Those we are the best kind of people in my opinion. Oh, no, absolutely. Probably down, down, to earth, absolutely. down to earth, man. The course was tight. We right through the woods. You know, if you were left or right, you were in the woods and you, we weren't even going to find your ball because it's not even worth trying to find your ball. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So it got me excited for when we uh, go to Jordan's in a couple weeks and play golf again. So I'm uh, hopefully I'll play just as decent as I did uh, this weekend. But, 87's yeah. not a bad number for you, is it? No, no, very good for me, especially not playing from, I haven't played really in four, five, six months. So I was pleased, man. A couple couple holes i mean most of the i say most of the holes we use my drive i'd say luke might not admit to that but um <laughs> i'd say probably seven or eight of the holes we use my drive and maybe nine or ten honestly when you think about it so um it was fun i, I enjoyed it i was talking to my uh one of our other buddies you know the clergy uh we'll just that that will be his name from now on yeah he's the clergy uh, 
Luke, I think he signed the consent form so we can say his name. But uh, we were talking that he's probably got the most potential in our whole group of being really good just because he hits the ball so far. The clergy or Luke? No, Luke. Luke, yeah. And that's that's the thing. He There was a couple holes where he did, and then there's a couple where, like, he just loses it. Like, uh, that's, that's the only problem. If he could keep it in play, he would be yeah. pretty dangerous. Dude, if he could if he could hit the ball straight every hole, which obviously is easier said than done, yeah, man. He or just in play, not have to be straight, just like in play. Like yeah, you're gonna spray it out of bounds or you know, not playable. It's not gonna help you out much. No, yeah, he can absolutely hit a ball far. We were talking about that a little bit because we were wondering why he can hit it so far, and I guess. He said he took a lesson a while ago and the instructor told him, I guess the angle that his hands are at when they're coming through impact to the ball is what really helps him out a ton. And um, yeah, man, he, he had some great shots in that Eagle. Like I said, we couldn't even see the ball go in. We just heard it hit the flag and then he ran up on the green and uh, sure enough, it was in the hole. So he said it was only like a second or third Eagle ever. Sorry to interrupt the program. But we wanted to let you know that Why Not Us is brought to you by Lincoln Road Roastery based in Kentucky. Lincoln Road is a coffee roastery and cold brew coffee and tea brewery. If you want good coffee, sparkling tea, or kombucha, look no further than Lincoln Road. They have locations in Northern Virginia and Pikeville, Kentucky, or you can also visit their website at lincolnroad.coffee to receive coffee every month. And you can also check out some of the cool merch they have as well. Lincoln Road reminds us all to drink good coffee and do good things. Use code WhyNotUsPod to receive 10% off of your order. Back to the program. You know, Luke, I, he always said it was like a second or third eagle, which was shocking to me because I think I have more eagles than he does. Um, and he's, I, I would classify him as much better golfer than me. Um, but most of my eagles are on Auburn Hills out there, Jordan. I know you've played there before. Um, I think I've eagled almost every hole there, um, except that 10th hole. <laughs> Um, you mean every par five or every, yeah, every hole, five, 18 yeah, every holes. Par five. And that was the other point he made was he, it was like one of his first Eagles on a par four. And I think it was his first Eagle on a par four. Cause I don't think I've ever Eagled a par four. Well, uh, it was like two ninety five. Like most par fours are three eighty to four. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. These, these, a lot of those holes were short, but some of them weren't gettable. Like they, yeah. like they were around a corner or uh, dog one, legs. Yeah. The only green he actually hit, like we thought the ball was out of bounds. Like we couldn't see the hole. Um, and we got up there and it was on like the top tier actually. We didn't even use his putt because you were on the top tier. The ball was going to roll off the green from where we were putting from. Um, and he actually ended up like just doing it for fun. Ended up birdieing the hole because he hit like a 20 footer on the comeback. That's what we were doing. We were playing a scramble, but then we were trying to play our own ball at the same time. So, so you were fun. hitting two? Were you following your own ball? Yes and no. We would just kind of play oh, okay. it while we were waiting on the other guys because he and I were much better than the other two guys that we played with. And um, so they were going to find their ball or they were, you know, just further, way further behind us. Your so, round had to take like six hours. It, it was. It was a five-hour round, I believe. Oh, my gosh. And that's mainly because the people in front behind us, that wasn't – we just couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. We, we, oh, okay. we were scrambling. We were only playing the same shot each hole, like, you know, so that's why we were like, well, we'll just, Luke and I will just mess around and do other stuff, so. I think it'll be okay next weekend. 
You think? Well, it sounds like we want to play something, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with whatever the group is. I just mean like I, right now I'm looking at tea times and there's really not much in front of us. So. Oh, you're saying? Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, because it's not really like prime beach golf trip time yeah. right now. So I think we're probably okay. Cool. Plus it's hurricane season, so a lot of people stay away from it. But here we are. Yeah, I'm I'm in kind of a pickle right now. I'm trying to figure out. So I'm in North Carolina currently. And so I'm supposed to go back to Kentucky tomorrow, potentially coming back to Black Mountain on Friday evening, and then was going to come back home on Sunday. But then I'm supposed to be in Charlotte on Wednesday. So then I'm like, do I just stay in Black Mountain until Wednesday and just pop over to Charlotte? Because it's only two hours, you know, from there instead of driving three hours back to Pikeville and then driving five hours and a half to Charlotte. So I'm in a pickle right now, guys. We're an environmentally Uh, friendly podcast, so I I would imagine our listeners would like to hear you stay in North Carolina. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do right now, but I'm sure I'll figure it out on the way home tomorrow or something. Usually something just clicks and I know what to do, you know? Right now it's not too clear. Uh, maybe a couple more fly jacks and uh, it'll come to me. <laughs> uh, so I do have one more activity that I did over the weekend, which is my first experience of this as well, going to a D1 soccer game. And I really haven't been to many soccer games in general. Uh, and I'm sure Cronin, he's already been commenting. I don't know if you guys have been seeing that. Because uh, I, I was like, I'm going to be giving my observations of the game. Uh which is all pleasant. It wasn't anything bad. Like the stadium at UNC uh, is fantastic. I mean, everything is so pure there. Uh, The campus is great, but like the soccer field was awesome. And this this was like an exhibition game with BYU and apparently they're ranked super high. So I think UNC was ranked third and BYU is ranked 10 in the pre-rankings or BYU was up last year in the national championship. Yeah, so really good at soccer, both teams. And I think they're good like every year. I don't really know because obviously I don't follow it. But Cronin's probably like they you know, itching to get in here to, to talk yeah, about Carolina's it. won like what, 21 national championships? They have like the most out of women's soccer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Always very good. And not every uh, conference even sponsors women's soccer, right, Jordan? Yeah, some play, in off, some play in off conferences. Same with men's soccer. So the the stadium was actually a little bit bigger than what I sort of pictured in my head. I really didn't have any, you know, any thought on what that might look like, but it was a little bit bigger than what I thought. And there was a lot of people there for an exhibition game. My pictures didn't really do it justice, but like on the the home side where most of the home fans were, it was pretty well packed, uh, which was a lot bigger than like the away team side. Uh, But it was super awesome. Uh, They are just like, athletes on a different level and just seeing how fast they are you know uh and just able to handle the ball the way they do and I don't know a ton about soccer at all anyways but I mean they were just phenomenal uh and one thing I know Kelly's gonna make fun of me for this but I was looking at the grass and just like you know admiring how awesome the grass was (laughs) I guess that's what dads do nowadays you know they look at the turf um, <laughs> it's a pitch, pitch, the, p- the pitch. pitch, yeah, yeah, something yeah like the pitch. pitch, yeah. 
So I, I noticed that actually uh, I took a little video of it because I'm going to do a little uh, do a little post for the pod. I think I already did a reel, uh, but just to admire the grass because I thought it was awesome. Uh, I thought it was really fun to watch. Soccer is a bit stressful for me because it's like they get so close to scoring, but they don't ever score. Uh, so I think the score was like two to nothing. Uh, North Carolina ended up winning, but it's like they get so close, like every time down the field, and it's like, oh, uh, ah, ooh, ah. That's that's what I always yell at Cronin about. I'm like, Cronin, that's the biggest net in all of sport. And it's, it seems very difficult to put the ball in the back of it. Yeah. Oh, my god! And I get there's 11, 10 players at a goalie, but, like, I don't understand. I don't know why you're kicking the ball over the net every time. <laughs> Luckily for us, like UNC controlled the game for, for the most of the game. And when we got there, it was sort of toward like the latter half of the game. So it was like where we were sitting and we were like right up on the field, basically where we were. Cause my niece was a ball girl for the, for the night. So there's oh, a video okay. of her throwing the ball in. She loved it. I mean, she oh, got to throw it so into cool. the players like four or five times. Yeah. That's uh, so cool for somebody that age. Yeah. Um, and so that, that was pretty neat. And, um, one thing that stood out, though, the bottles of water were $4, and it was Dasani of all waters, uh, which is, like, the worst, Coke. in my Coke opinion. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coke so it's pretty well municipal water that has been put into a bottle. Uh, not my favorite water, but it'll do in a pinch, I guess. Um <laughs> But I thought the whole the whole time was pretty cool, and most of the most of the game was played like where we were sitting, so we got to see a lot of action. And so if it was on like the other end of the field, like that would have been a pretty far away, you know, pretty far distance for us to even see what was going on. Um, but it was it was pretty awesome. I mean, I would love to go to more games. You know, I'm just not anywhere near really where there's good soccer. Yeah, I. Um... I've been to many a college game, honestly, when we worked at a college environment, Jones. But at that level, those girls are the best of the best. And that's what's so cool. When people do get to go see a, a female sport like that, like, they're good. They put in just as much effort as the guys do. And um, it's fun to watch, and, and especially if there's a good environment. Like we talked about with the minor league baseball game. I'm sure there was a great environment there, especially I don't think all the college kids were probably back in school yet. But I bet the it was move-in weekend, so it was freaking chaos. Oh, like trying to get a parking place. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was chaotic. But no, it, it, but my point is, like, you enjoyed it. Like, people, if if they give this stuff a chance, and and I know not everybody's into sports, I get that. But you know, you appreciate what those kids have the passion for. I guess is the best way to put it. But you appreciate the effort they put in to perform at that high of a level. So yeah, it's it's fun. I almost, I don't know, I kind of almost prefer now the smaller events like like that, but also like minor league baseball. It's like easier to get into the stadium. The games are really fun. The, you know, uh, usually they have like fun things going on, like dollar dog night or, you know, something something that's going on like that it just makes it the experience overall a little bit more fun to me. Like, yes, I like to go to major league games, the Pirates game, like the Pittsburgh stadium was pretty fun when we got to go there a few years ago. Uh, but to me, like the minor league games are more like fun. I don't know. No, I agree. I agree with you. And North Carolina has awesome parks. Like Charlotte has a cool park. I got to go there several yeah. times. 
whenever it's, I travel it's, to work. It's got, a, it's got a good view of the stadium. Yeah, you're by true. Is it Truist Park? Did they rebrand it? Yeah. There's multiple Truist Parks in the state of North Carolina. Football stadiums, baseball oh, stadiums, okay. soccer yeah. stadiums. I mean. But you're like right there by the, the one in Winston, right? Isn't I used true? to live right. I used to live right beside it, yeah. Did you go Good to dad. the games a lot there? Yeah, I, I had season tickets. You can get season tickets for like 50 bucks. Oh, I mean, that is a deal. Yeah, so that's like they play 120 games, so that's 60 games for 50 bucks. So it's literally dollar and some change a game. That's wild. Well, gentlemen, I think we've had some pretty solid weekends, and it's been great to hear all that. And I didn't, I mean, we've been texting in the group, you know, a little bit, but it's like I didn't know a lot about what all was going down this weekend. And to see Jordan eating at Franklin's, like, blew me away. I didn't even know you were going to be in Austin. And then all of a sudden, like, bam, hey, guys, I'm eating at trip. Franklin's. Yeah, it was a quick trip for us. I think I, Texas, Texas is, like, dead and dry and just dirt. I would never – I don't know why people – I don't know how people live there. I literally – the greenest grass I, I live in Austin was at this ranch at the wedding, and it was literally, like, watered, like, daily. That was the greenest grass I saw, like – Farm life has nothing to eat. I don't know how they like the ranchers do it. Yeah, I live in Austin. It's pretty cool. Did you spend much time like downtown? I don't know where Franklin's is in, in relation to like downtown. Um, it's like across from the city, but it's kind of in the city. It's like more in like a housing part of the city. It's not like where the condos, the million dollar condos are at. Okay. Yeah. It was really fun. When we were there, it was like a boil water advisory was going on. So some of the restaurants were like closed. So. Yeah, they have like water issues because they're they're on their yeah. own power grid. The whole state of Texas is on their own power grid. There's only three power really? grids in the whole country. Yeah. Wow. And Texas has its own. That's interesting. Because that's I why know, the ice uh, storm shut everything down last year. They held shut the whole state down because the power grid went down when they had that ice storm. Huh when Ted Cruz went on vacation or whatever and, like, left the whole state to, like, in disarray or whatever. Let him live. Um, Here's something that might be a little controversial, which has nothing to do with power grids, uh, but barbecue style. Uh, I think Carolina sauce is my favorite. Vinegar is the – I think vinegar. Vinegar base to me is the goat. Joey, come on. You're, you're in – are you indifferent? Are you just like I you just, don't care I or what? Want, I just like it to taste sweet, not spicy. That's all I care about. So, so I you like probably it. prefer the. Just give me the sweet baby rays in a bottle. I don't. I know that <laughs> makes you cringe. I'm sure, but like, I don't care. I just That's want to taste good. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, just give me the bacon and shut up. Yeah. My dog's barking in the background. My palate's not like refined enough to know what the hell the difference is to any of this stuff. It just tastes like barbecue to me. I don't know. Like, well, like Carolina sauce is like a vinegar base, so it's a little well, bit more I, runny. And I then, like the other, I, I mean, okay, I mean, okay, like, okay. I mean, just like barbecue in general, like that tastes the same as that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah, I guess our super high five barbecue sauces are probably just not going to be on the list because Joey doesn't, you know, doesn't well, really I'll, care about it. I'll come up with something. <laughs> he'll he'll just lie to you all. Uh, <laughs> all right, I think it's it's time for us to move right into our trivia. Here By we the go. way, we're still doing Jordan. How much does Jordan know about the Reds? Uh, you did okay last nah, week. Not great. All right, you actually did horrible. You need two questions, I think, out of five. Yeah. Uh, first week, you nailed it, which I think we gave you a couple layups. 
but this week we've been doing five questions. We're going to go to three. We're going to take it a little bit easier on you. Uh, and also just because we don't have time to get through five questions. Um, Jones, I, need, so, I need you to ask. I, you, we lost the questions. I, I remembered one of them, but I don't remember the other one. <laughs> this is a debacle. I'll, I'll start. We... Jordan, who was the Reds manager in 2002? Reds manager. Oh, wait a second. We got to cue the music. Oh, crap. Music's cued. Go ahead, Joey. I remember one of them. Who was the Reds manager in 2002? Jerry Naren. That is incorrect. Incorrect. You got a second guess, just out of curiosity? Let's see. Uh, oh, Bob Boone. Bob Boone, there you yeah, go. You I think Na- Bob Boone got fired and Jerry Naren like took over when it was a new ball- ballpark in 20- 2003, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was around the same time period, but yeah, Bob Boone. Yeah. Bob Boone. Okay. Jordan often get if he doesn't get it right on the first time, like he's gonna get it right on the second. There's well, like always like two answers in my mind. It's yeah. it's like golfing, man. That second guy is always better than the first, you know. Exactly. That's yeah. true. Which Jordan's handicap is his second ball, not the first ball. His first ball is probably like a twenty handicap. Um, <laughs> which I guess we'll find out how how he's been playing next week. Uh, all right, here's my question, and then I've got to find a third one. Uh, I'm still looking. Joey, how about you look one up while I'm asking this one? Can you do that real quick? I remember that third one you sent me. That's I know, one. man. Like, where, where's that at? Um, the viewers are just like, we're, we're in shambles right now. We don't know what we're doing. When a Reds player went to the All-Star game, instead of their normal plain black spikes, they would often wear what color of spikes? Red spikes. I don't know what they would wear. That's a wow. What do they wear? White spikes. White spikes in the seventies. Yep. Must have been a seventies thing. I guess so. I do know Uh, there was controversy one time. They went to some All Star game and they wore their batting practice tops in the game instead of like their home whites or their road grays or whatever. And like the uh, March shot, Joey knows about March shot. She was livid during when this March. Was, that like that was the one thing in my mind. I was like, I don't know about the cleats. That's a good question. Why cleats in the hey, We got we got to throw some random ones at you. Man, yeah, because you know you know it's too like much Uncle about Eddie's white shoes on uh, National Lampoons. That's you know First big dollar. Yeah, Joe's. I got it. I remembered them. I read them briefly, like I said, but I remember Jordan. How many states have the Reds played baseball in? How many states? <laughs> um, right now he's over two guys. Hopefully, I didn't set I mean, a line. Yeah. How many states? I mean, geez, it would have been, been one and a half. The record. Throw on, throw a dart at the board on that. Um, it's probably yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna say thirty-seven. 37? Wow. That is not even close. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 20, right, George? 20. Yeah, the answer's 20? 20. The answer's 20. The answer's 20. 
you gotta think well Alaska, Hawaii, Maine. You gotta start throwing out ones that really Oregon. None of the teams will play in those. I feel like it was gonna be some wild number. Uh, I, I, shot high. I was like, oh, this is gonna be one of those questions where you think it's gonna be the lower and it ends up somehow. Well, I was gonna say the only thing that would have changed recently, it might have gone up. They played in Iowa recently, so I don't, you know. Yeah, and that like you gotta think back to like in the eighteen hundreds and nineteen hundreds, they play like exhibitions in other states and like mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't know if that I wouldn't count. Did, unless it was a real game, to be honest. Well, see, that's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I saw so I shot high on that. 20. Gotcha. Yeah, that's 20. one you can put in your bank now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll remember that. Remember, exactly. So when 20. you get on some of these shows on, like, ESPN or whatever it was you got on, you know, you'll be more knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, Love that. that. that That's great. I learned something today. Wide shoes and 20 sites. And speaking of being knowledgeable, this is something we forgot about on episode three. Actually, we didn't forget. We just ran out of time. Uh, but we're going to come back with our did you knows. And I am going to start. Did you know that players have spent more than 25 billion hours playing Call of Duty, which is longer than the course of human existence? Wow. Big cod, big cod nation. We're a big cod world. Let me just tell you, I used to play a lot of Call of Duty in college. I kind of wish I still played a little bit. Uh, it was a really fun game, but that is some time, dude. Uh, does, second, uh, go does ahead. UPAC have um, uh, a college gaming team or whatever? You still you, yes. you have any eligibility left? No, 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 no. Use it all. Yeah, okay. played played all four years. Sadly, they won't bring me back. Uh, I feel like if you go go back and like you get your masters or something, there should be something that you could compete in sports wise. Maybe intramurals. Well, yeah, intramurals, but there ought to be something like if you get your masters, you ought to be able to compete in something. Anywho, uh, this is this is a fun one. Did you know that having a hairy chest has been linked to a higher intelligence in men? And let me just tell you. All three of us are smart. (laughs) Jordan has a second t-shirt on underneath there. I do. Be on full display next week at the beach. Can't wait to see that. All right, guys, that's my did you knows. I hope you're smarter. I will go next. Um, Did you know sleeping in a cold room can help you slim down? Really? I know that sounds counterintuitive. Huh. But yeah. That's interesting. I guess scientifically proven. I know you sleep better when they when you go to bed cold or whatever, yeah. but lose weight. Yeah. And then did you know that the average person will wait six months of their life for a red light to turn green? Wow. <laughs> I felt like I was waiting six months of my life in Chapel Hill trying to get to soccer fields this weekend. The, the point A to point B. Yeah, so six months, average person at a red light waiting for it to turn green. Wow. Never That's would have thought about that. Joey, I'm smarter. Thank you. All right, so I just uh, came back from the great state of Texas, so my did you knows are on the Republic of Texas. Mm. Did you know the largest known bat colony in North America is located in Texas? Yes, I did know that. Did you go okay. watch them? I did not. So located in Bracken Cave, the largest known North America bat colony has over 20 million bats, which is more than the entire population of Mexico City. 
The largest known urban, urban bat colony is located in Texas over Lady Bird Lake in Austin. Jess did tell me that while we were going through Austin. Yeah, it's like you can go and see a bunch of bats coming out, dude. I mean. We didn't watch it either, but I've seen pictures. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw Justin Stanley get uh, touched by a bat at the baseball field my freshman year, and he had I, to get tetanus shots. You're not going to believe this, but I talked about ba- bats at the baseball field in Hayside earlier today because there was a bat flying up above us where we were playing here in Durham, and I was like, this is giving me like memories of like playing little league baseball or like being on Big Ridge and like a bunch of bats everywhere flying down. I was terrified. Our baseball facility was full of bats. And, really? Uh, and sand hornets and those like wood hornets. They would drill holes in the little league dugouts. Did you guys, my favorite thing to do with bats growing up was throw a rock up in the air and watch them like swoop down and grab them. And then, <laughs> that was like a thing we did. Wow. All right, my final, did you know, did you know Texas is larger than any country in Europe? If Texas were its own country, which if you've ever entered the state of Texas, it kind of is its own country, it would be the 40th largest in land area. With an area of 268,820 square miles, Texas is second only to Alaska in landmass. Wow. Huh. Huge state over in Texas. Huge state. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's what they say. Hmm. Your plate sure was big. Franklin's. <laughs> the portions. So, yeah. Portion control was just out of the water. <laughs> but you got back on the Peloton this week. A Peloton tonight. Shout out Kendall Tool. Did a 30 minute EDM ride. Yeah. Put up some good stats. Dude, I watched. We talked about Bear Down before. So I'm going to mention this again. But he posted his stats on Instagram, on his story the other day. He did a 45-minute uh, Peloton. I don't know like what the class was or whatever, but he burned 1,500 calories in 45 minutes. Wow. I think Yeah, mine tonight was like 450 calories. How long did you ride? 30 minutes. I, 30. You can usually average 350 to 400. Yeah. But I, I usually like, wear a hoodie. 1,500, dude. I you do? wear a hoodie and um, like the leggings just to try to get an extra sweat in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll let myself go after October first. Get the winter. Start to get the winter blues yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking. I'm officially to that. married. I've got nobody else to impress anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> true too. I thought you were going to say you know it was the winter blues, but it's more so you're tying the knot. Yeah. But you're doing good now, so just keep it up. You know, stay motivated. Let's go, yep. man. Uh, all right. I'm ready to tie one on. We're doing good here, gentlemen. We're doing good here. Uh, we're going to move on to who burned the bacon. And uh, Jordan's going to love this, but mine is traffic going through the Winston-Salem area coming from Black Mountain. And this specifically really, really makes me angry. So, like, when you know there's construction ahead, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, lanes are closed or whatever. People are merging on to to get into, like, maybe it's a single lane or whatever. So, we're in, like, standstill traffic probably going 20 miles an hour, you know, for, I don't know, 30 minutes or something like that. And sometimes stopping. And so, we get up to, like, the construction area. And it is literally just, like, a little thing off the shoulder of the road there's just like a few guys working and it's like four lanes it's wide open 
and everybody is just like stopping when they go through there and holding everybody else up. And it happens all the time. And I'm like, if it's wide open, why are you stopping? Yes, maybe slow down a little bit. I don't but know. But not that much. Just keep going, people. Jeez. That burned my bacon. I'll continue on that. Um, it burns my bacon every time I step into an airplane. Uh, people that get up and immediately try to get their luggage down from the overhead compartment and Agreed. they're in row 23. Agreed. I, I, where are you going? You can't like, go I go anywhere. I can't get, get a connection. I, I get. I get you probably have a connection, but you should also probably schedule your flights a little bit better to have at least 30 minutes between deboarding yeah, and or freaking pay extra and sit up front if you're yeah, that antsy about right. it. I'm sorry, but like, where are you going? Do you do the play? This is a little off topic, but you do the play of like sitting at the emergency seat, like the emergency exit to get more leg room? No. Well, this time Jess and I both just had our own row. So like, I I don't know. I booked with points and they gave us rows that most of the time have like the green money sign that you have to pay for. And most people don't do that. So we both like just with just us in the row, which is great. Um, sometimes you can just ask the person working the desk when you when you go up there and be like hey is anyway i can like upgrade some more extra leg room oh, usually yeah. like they'll like take care of you they'll hook um, you up especially if you've got the credit card if you've got the credit card you're basically just like yeah they're gonna I'm take care points. of you that's right i'm american airlines guy i think joey's delta right you delta guy I, I, that's I mean, high class delta is i mean i'll evolve them for a while i don't have any of them anymore jordan i don't have any of them when he was uh, working for one of the big three. Yeah. Back when I was traveling a bunch. It's funny that you're you're you know, we don't we don't talk about everything we are gonna say on this pod ahead of time. But my obvious mine also is uh airline related since I flew this past weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it's just the I'm a very impatient person when it comes to waiting and I wanted to get to where I was going and my flight, it wasn't delayed, but one hour when it was all said and done, but it just kept getting delayed over and over again. So you kept getting a text message. Oh, it's six more minutes delayed. It's 12 more minutes delayed. It's 18 more minutes. And then you open the app and it keeps changing the time. And um, I could see that the plane was already at the, you know, other airport that was coming to me. And, you know, my, in my mind, I'm telling myself, cause I know planes, you know, I'm a definitely, I'm a definitely an aviator, you know, whatever. I'm like, Oh, there must not be a crew or something. I'm like, what the hell is taking so long? Um, so my, my flight was only delayed an hour. It was all said and done, but I just wanted to get where I wanted to be. So I just, I just am frustrated with, with things that I can't control when it comes to the airlines. So, um, yeah. they just made me upset a little bit, but I'm thankful they get me from point A to point B safely. So it was great. Can't complain. So otherwise, glad you made it there safely. Sorry they burned you back your break. You know, yeah, your bacon. I get frustrated. I get frustrated. I get I get antsy. I just want to be where I need to be. When I'm the I same. Be. When you know okay. your schedule, you know what yeah, time you get there. Like all that stuff then totally exactly. wrecks it. Yeah, I don't like it thrown out of the loop. You know, I'm in. I'm in. I've got some in my mind. And I like it to be the way I want it to be, and when it's not, it messes me up. So yeah. Well, let's talk about something a little bit more exciting here, guys. And I think that we put together a pretty good super high five here. Uh, football season's in the air. The weather has changed a little bit. I don't know what, what it feels like in your all's area, but it feels like fall here right now. 
they call it the false fall, I think, is uh, is how they kind of coin it's 67 it. 67 in Clemens, North Carolina right now. Yeah, about the same here in Durham. I guess Pittsburgh is probably relatively the same as well. It was 75 at first pitch tonight. So, football season is just around the corner. NFL preseason games have already been firing. So, we're going to go with super high five tailgate fans. And I'm super interested to hear what you guys have to say. And I'm not going to go first this time. I think Jordan should go first. But I will go second. So Joey's um, going to go last because he didn't come to the table with five. So, he's going to be thinking about his as we do. I'm ready. I'm already ready. I, I did not, but I'm ready now. All three of us have tailgated a lot in the past. In the have we tailgated? Oh boy, have outside we. of Lane Stadium in Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, I'm a big handheld finger food guy when it comes to tailgating. So my number five is an assortment of brownies and cookies. Oh. Just like have a little snack, you can hold it while you're playing cornhole or flip whatever flip cup, whatever game you're playing. Also, too. I've been notorious to sneak, sneak them into Lane Stadium and just eat them throughout the game. Um, also, number four for me, uh, Rotel dip with chips. Something yep. about Rotel in the fall with chips. Um, uh, just any type of dip when it really comes to a fall tailgate during football season. Number three, uh, mini pigs in the blanket. Those are just grab, snack, dip in the mustard, pop it in, move about. Grab you can also put those in your pocket. You put them in your pocket. Shout out uh, Frank uh, on uh, It's Always Sunny, Pocket Dogs. Pocket Dog, yeah, Pocket Dog. All about the Pocket Dogs. forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, wings. Um, you can smoke them, grill them, fry them. I mean, wings seem to be always the play for the most part at tailgates. And then number one, um, you really can't have any type of function without buffalo chicken dip. Mm. I mean, buffalo chicken dip seems mm-hmm. to be play always. Um, and th- well, those, those are the things that popped in my mind that we usually had at tailgates or was kind of always around. Was a lot one of, of the, handhelds. One of the guys' moms this weekend provided us with like three full platters of buffalo chicken dip for us. Oh, isn't that great? There you go. That's great. Uh, yeah. I thought your pig in the blanket play was awesome. Uh, I almost had that in mind, but I've got like four dips in mind. <laughs> Uh, dipsy. <laughs> and I couldn't just do dip because that would have just, you know, the viewers would have been mad at me if I did that. It, you got to go specific when you get into these super high fives, by the way. Uh, so I'm going to start out with number five, uh, taco dip. So probably similar to your Rotel dip, right? Yeah. So there's Rotel. Nice seven layer dip. Yeah, seven layer dip or just like a sheet pan with like cheese, sour cream, tomato, refried beans. Like you can't go wrong when you talk about some taco dip. Uh, Four, I'm going to go pretty simple with guacamole. Uh, So some avocado, some pico, something really simple. And just like we're smashing Tostitos. Scoops are the best, I think, in a tailgate environment because you can just get so much of the substance with a uh, scoop and it's all about the vehicle, right? When it comes to dip and the scoop has a lot of room uh, for the dip. So I like the scoop three Buffalo dip. Uh, You can't go wrong with the Buffalo chicken dip. You just can't. It's, it's going to be undefeated every time. Um, And number two, this is one that, I probably haven't always had, but I really love it. And I kind of always forget about it, but 
now that we're talking about it, it's going to be like a staple for anything we do uh, like this tailgate wise, but cowboy caviar. Another strong dip. You're just going to eat the whole bowl if you get going. It's like pistachios, right? You open the bag of pistachios, you're going to eat the whole bag. You can't stop it just like a few. So as soon as that pop top comes off of the cowboy caviar, you're just going to be by that bowl all day long. You know, Jones, what's what's in cowboy caviar? Sorry, I don't mean to sound uneducated. No, it's like corn. Uh, it's like beans. Uh, there's like some like sweet sauce to it. Av- chopped avocado. I, I think I know what it is. Okay, John Zotch used to bring it to tailgates all the time. I think Jones. I know what it is. I thought yeah. I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, like corn and bean is like the base, and then like whatever else you add to it. Yeah. Is yeah. just like Maybe a bonus. Peppers. Yeah, I, I know we're talking about. Okay. And I would say that everybody makes it differently. Um, yeah. And then number one, a bratwurst. I just I love a good brat. So close to your pigs in the blanket. Yeah. But a yeah. little bit, a little bit more heavy. I would They're say <laughs> a big, a big old brat can't go wrong. Um, sometimes I'll dress it. it. Depends on. I'll start like my first one. I'll dress it to the to the max with like peppers, onions, and everything. And then like later throughout the day, I'll just do like mustard and a lot of it or barbecue sauce. Either one. Uh, but that's my super high five tailgate food, and I'm super excited to tailgate some of this year, and hopefully we get to do that. That leaves me last. Um, number five for me was chips. So, Jones, I know you've been with me multiple times. We go to the store. I've, I've got a couple chips from my go-to. I like some Doritos. I like the Uts, um, sour cream and onion, uh, Ridges. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'll get um, the Ruffles Baked Lay's. Not baked lays, ruffles, baked ruffles, excuse me. That's that's sin there. Cheddar sour cream. Mm. Big fan of those. Okay. So those are the three chips. Um for big me. chip guy. Big, big chip. chip guy. Guy. Gotta have chips. Uh number four for me was a hot dog. I'd rather have a hot dog over a hamburger any day of the week. So it was a hot dog. Number three for me is Chick-fil-A. Okay. Really um, interesting. Okay. Big time love Chick-fil-A breakfast. Um it was either going to be Chick-fil-A or Bojangles for me. It was going to be one of those two in this spot as far yeah. as a tailgate, you know, fast food tailgate goes. Um, but love Chick-fil-A minis, just love Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Um, I'll never forget in college, we went to down to the Chick-fil-A kickoff game and there's past night Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the parking lot. It was great. Um, number two for me is ham sandwiches, actually. You know, the little oh. mini is. That oh, yeah, made. the little ones. Mm-hmm. The Hawaiian rolls, the King's Hawaiian rolls, some wonderful ham. It's sweet. It's good. Some people will put some honey mustard on them. Some people oh, yeah. will leave them plain. Some people will bake them. You know, that's a must for me. Um, and then, as we know in this pod, the number one thing for me at a at a at a tailgate is we need some bacon. You know, it can it can be straight up bacon. It can be uh, morning bacon. It can be bacon on something. But I would just like bacon there. Um, so those are my five. I did have one honorable mention, uh, white Oreos, the, those Ooh, Oreos. That's a good play. Are a big get for me at a tailgate. Uh, I like to get those and I don't have them any other time, honestly, but when I go yeah. to a tailgate, I want to have those. With yeah. Joey's number one, big 12 o'clock kickoff guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you shared that image. Cause I was like, I've, I've got an image in my brain right now. I'm not sure if it's Joey or not, but yep. I've got this image of him in my brain of him flipping bacon with a plastic fork. And Jordan's like, I think I have that photo. 
and he sends it within like five minutes. It comes up in my Snapchat memories every year. Every <laughs> so September. that's going to be thrown up here in the video. Uh, and I think that is classic. Joey has to have bacon. Got to. Love a good bacon, man. Well, I think we've uh, we've put together a good episode four here. We're getting better. I will say that. Uh, it's only episode four. It's going to take us at least 30 to get good. Um <laughs> But not so stick bad. with us for 30. Stick with us for 30, please. Yeah, stick with us for 30. Go like us on our Instagram, TikTok, go to our website, buy some merch. So Thanks for stopping by and lending us your ears today. If you like what you heard, check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Why Not Us Media, or stop by our YouTube page, the Why Not Us Media Podcast, or hit up our website at www.whynotus.media. This is Ryan Jones, and I approve of this message.